And we're live back at it again. Nick, you were saying we were starting to talk in about like trilogies within the Marvel series because that kind of piggybacks on this. Yeah, so we were, we were discussing Matt's uh, collarbone and <laughs> and somehow that led into Marvel. And that, always, I was saying, that always breaks me up. Yeah. So I was talking about, you know, like Thor is my favorite of all the Marvel characters. I don't know why I just identified it. Maybe it was Adventures of Babysitting. I have no I, idea. I've never, seen, I've never seen any of the Thor movies. They're okay. Really? Huh. Yeah, Chris, you're muted. Uh, by the way, someone t- tweeted out the other day. That there's nothing you need more than the f- the opening scene to Adventures in Babysitting to fall absolutely and madly in love with Elizabeth Shue. Yeah. Oh yeah. I like Adventures in Babysitting. I mean, I grew up with that movie. Like as all three of us did. I know Jack was. You know, I've already. seen it. So it's why I became a blues musician. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hello. But uh, you know, the Thor. You know, that was my. Is it really? Is it really her though? <laughs> yeah. But that was funny. That that was the first time I'd ever heard of Thor. It was in Adventures of Babysitting. I'm like, who's Thor? You know. Mm, but that's how right. I remember. I always liked Thor the most. And but I was saying, but I think the Captain America trilogy of the Marvel films is the solid, the most solid. Oh, you sure. Know, the first Avenger is excellent. If you like that World War II feel, you know. And then mm-hmm. uh, Winter Soldier is so good because it's all about you know, like, oh my God, Bucky's back, but he's my enemy. You know. Well, and, then, and, and not only so that, but like at every fresh. moment. At every yeah. moment of that movie, Captain America is coming back to to you know this this new world, and he's kind of has his entire foundation rocked. He distrusts yeah. everyone, like everyone he turns to, he's he finds distrust in that movie. Not to mention, I, I think that the that uh, Captain America, um, the first Avenger, mm-hmm. gives Iron Man one a significant run. For the in the battle of what's the best origin story, like superhero origin story movie, mm-hmm. like I, mm-hmm. I think that that there's there's a debate there that like Iron Man was one of the what was the, like the 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 kingpin of origin story movies, and uh, when Captain America came along, I, I don't know, I, that, yeah. that's a that's I, a that's a debate. Captain America is yeah. fucking awesome, like it's yeah. so good. And, and don't get me wrong, Iron Man is is was revolutionary literally for them the, for the movie industry but uh i don't know man captain america was so good and it's it's interesting because like the years leading up to captain america being released i was i got heavy into reading captain america like the old, old the, the ed brubaker comics and some of the older stuff too i, I got so super into captain america and i remember when that, that movie first came out we were at comic-con i think we all went and saw it didn't we at at uh the the movie theater right I, there in downtown San Diego. I wasn't invited. It was me. Yeah. Oh yeah, you weren't on Instagram at the time. <laughs> yeah, you missed it. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, I yeah. <laughs> so how's the collarbone? <laughs> uh, burning, burning sensation yeah, with a little bit of like dude. ice. Got the clap. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you get a little hydrocortisone up there. You know what I mean? So, so the thing Jimmy is, Duke, just, you didn't listen to Jimmy Dugan. No. Just, just mm-hmm. going with the Marvel trilogies for just a second here. The thing is, is that the Thor movie, it's like. The first movie is just meh. Like it's like kind yeah. of like a B plus. Well, and you the know, second one's even worse. And yeah. then the second one's like such a, a, a downer. And then the third one is just amazing. The third like, one's great. Ragnarok's great. Like, yeah. Ragnarok stands out as like one of my favorite amongst the the mm-hmm. Marvel, you know, movies. Um I, and and then uh I'll never I forget going to see the, going to see Thor two with um 
with Dale's Mentos container with me. <laughs> and, um, that was wild. <laughs> the, the, the only thing that's important really about the first Thor, the same as like with Guardians of the Galaxy, like they, cause like everything up to that point had been very earth centric mm-hmm. and very like, Oh, like yeah. all the threats are earth people. Whereas yeah. in Thor and same as Guardians of the Galaxy, it really broadens it all up to like, wow, like everything happens on earth is really minuscule mini mm-hmm. school compared to what could really happen. And that's why it's important. But other than that, yeah, you're right. Like, you know, dark world is so bad. I mean, it's got its moments, but it's, it's just, yeah. I need Zachary to finish his, his movie, Moby Dick. What? I, I, he was, what Sam Hensworth is that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen, so I've, bad. I've, well, I've seen half of it, yeah. but it was a, it was a day my daughter was getting married and they my youngest one, and I, I, they said I had time. I said, so I sat down. I was like, oh, I'll watch this. And then they called me, oh, you need to come down for pictures. I go, well, I'm halfway through this movie. <laughs> I just like that, that. I like that this movie overshadows your daughter's wedding. Well, oh, I, you know, <laughs> we, had an open, we had an open bar. Uh, so what time. daughter like, are you? Which, yeah, which one like, are you? Well, this, this is it? This is the last one I got to pay for. How much we paid for this thing? Oh, my God. We could have feed a, a third world just country. bring the wet bar which, to which me. Which daughter are you? We're going to go down to the all-you-can-eat or... Shonies for the reception. <laughs> You're lucky that I'm just watching Godfather 3, because if it was anything else, I wouldn't pull myself yeah, away. But I, and I know it's a bad movie, but I've never seen the end of it. I, it's like, so. it's, yeah, I, I remember going to see it in the theaters and thinking, like, God, Chris Hemsworth cannot act. And I, yeah. that's really that's really the movie. I mean, say, to, though, say it to his face. Yeah. Well, I, I remember really losing a lot of faith in Ron Howard as a director with the whole uh, uh, Tom da Hanks Vinci? trilogy, Da Vinci the Code. Da Vinci yeah, tril- yeah. yeah the da Vinci we trilogy. didn't even talk about the Da Vinci Code trilogy. We didn't talk because it's so it's so bad. Because like, we shouldn't so, have. It's so bad. terrible. But then, like, the, Mo- the Moby Dick I've never movie, seen any of them. the Moby Dick movie, really made me go, "Yeah, Ron Howard is not a good." Is that Ron Howard? Yeah, it's Ron Howard. Yeah. So I, I didn't. I just happened to flick it on. It just started. It was, you know. See, I, I liked. Out. I liked the Da Vinci Code, the first one. I thought mm-hmm. it was good. It's decent, but like I never read the books. But everyone I know who's read all those books said that. It, I mean, I, everyone always says books are better than movies, but, but everyone I know that's like diehard says that these movies are complete shit compared to the. Well, books. see, all right. So I'll. I'll com- this is a, a completely. It's hard to make this. Comparison. Jay almost gave up being a Catholic it. after reading. The book. I, I, I'm, I'm going to try and make this comparison, right? <laughs> I'm not kidding. In, in, in the sense, in the sense of like, um, and granted, there are two different levels of movies altogether. I, I, I know this for a fact, but I think of like Ready Player One, right? The book versus the movie, right? Like the book was fucking in, is amazing. Like it's outstanding. Um, I've read the book like five times, and I've listened to the audio book. And the audio book production is is, is also outstanding with with uh, Will Wheaton, right? Um, but the thing is, though, I, I I know for a fact the movie is nowhere near as good as the book. But I still really like the movie. Like I, it's 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 just a really fun, great adaptation of the flick. But in, in, in the same thing with um with Da Vinci Code. I've read the Da Vinci Code. I read the Da Vinci Code before the movie. And yeah, mm. the book is awesome. The book is way better, but I really enjoyed the movie too. So I, th- I think you can have both. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mean, the, I remember. Like, I think it was my sister that said that about because in her mind, when she read the Da Vinci Code, she thought of the the main character, the Tom Hanks character, is more like an Indiana Jones type character. And so the when she saw the film version, she was utterly disappointed because he played it straight, you know, very stiff. So he, he should have got Tom Selleck to play it. Probably would have been better. 
He yeah. might have been a bit old and fat, but yeah, he could have done it. Aww. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mean that as a knock to Tom Selleck. I love Tom Selleck. He's actually one of the few actors I would probably really enjoy meeting because I always have a lot of respect for him. I was, I was trying to like. Rosie O'Donnell didn't. No, she, so, that was that was brutal. Yeah. That was terrible. So, so um, real, real, real quick, back to trilogies and and James Bond franchise. What three movies, you know, like close together, would you choose out of the Bonds? Oh, know? the Bonds. Yeah, that's hard, right? That's tough. Because like I would probably because as in in sequence. Yeah, because like cause only, in sequence, like Pierce Brosnan's the Golden is great, but then it gets Golden worse. Because yeah. awesome. Golden is awesome, but then uh, it's, tomorrow it's like never a, knows is kind of a dip. Yeah, you know? uh, I would probably have to go with uh, from Russia with Love, Golden Eye, Thunderball. You know. Yeah. Let's uh, say Golden I meant Golden Goldfinger. 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 Yeah. Goldfinger. I'd have to go. Yeah. From Russia with Love is definitely a high. Yeah. From yeah. Russia with Love, Goldfinger, then Thunderball. That'd be yeah. the trilogy I'd probably have to go with. But even though I do love like Live and Let Die, Man with the Golden Gun, Spy Who Loved Me is also a good good mm-hmm. three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's that's probably you know the only two. Well, I, 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 like, I always like the, service. You only live twice because that was really kind of supposed that's to be sixty-seven though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, that was yeah. really like Sean Connery's like send off with that. So. Like he wasn't coming back after that. That was like kind of a culmination of, of everything. I love that whole secret island in a in a you know well, Moonraker see. or secret secret base in an island kind of. I like I know, Moonraker. I Roger Moore beating the alligators with a shoe. Yeah, <laughs> I like Moonraker, Jack. I'm you know, but it, it is kind of a copy of uh, Spy Who Loved Me and yeah. a rehash, and it's really just them trying to capitalize on top of Star Wars and everything else. But I I do like it. Um, what three Bond girls in a row would you pick? <laughs> Bond girl trilogy. Um, I, I couldn't name them. I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Right, yeah, and, and Matt Treese in the, in the chat mentions. Um, yeah, oh, I'm yeah, on they, private. That's why I can't. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, there? oh, yeah, the Bond, the Bond box. Yeah. So this is the uh, Bond set. Yeah. That I, DVD player quit on these. So. Yeah, so so uh, after show confession, um, I fucking love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> 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 yeah. And honestly, it, 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 people are talking about in the chat like the, the the longer versions, the extended cut, extended, are way yeah. better. There's the only way to watch it. Is <laughs> I love the extended. Yeah, I was, I, I was honest. I was bored with it. Yeah. I mean, I was disappointed with Return of the King, which won Best Picture. I I love the first one the most. Uh, I actually goes downhill for me after the first one but i'm in the minority on that you know because there's a lot of people who love the other ones i i think it's because the army of the dead scene and return of the king i was so underwhelmed with that because i wanted so much of that and it just like was this green wave just going over the crowd i'm like fuck that shit you know Hmm. i wanted i wanted to see more yeah i didn't i guess i didn't mind mind that i I, and and I know you were kind of shitting on the Hobbit, but I actually enjoyed the Hobbit um, only because I I felt a little bit more like I don't know like I wanted to live in that world or that realm of where no he was at. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I, I felt it should have been two films, not three. Yes, that's, that's I, really I can what agree. I can agree with you on that, and and perhaps that would have you know kind of. I I remember getting nauseous in the film in the theater uh, because it was you know shot at. 60 FPS. Um, yeah, I just going like, especially in the the water barrel scene and the yeah. creek. Oh yeah, I I, I looked down, almost vomited in the theater. Yeah. So uh, it, what's interesting is that now now that we're talking about it, like 
the best way I can describe it is I, I honestly can't remember the, the Hobbit movies. Like, yeah, the I, first I, one's okay. Uh, the, but but the, my, my point is like I, I just don't like I, yeah. I don't I can't remember them like they're just they're they're just forgettable in my in my that's that's how I am with forty eight hours <laughs> another forty eight hours <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched well, that movie and I'm always like what the fuck just happened uh, aside really? from making them aside from yeah. aside from making them three they films instead of me. two I, I see the second one but the first one yeah yeah they just don't sorry it's, I'm interrupting yeah. the flow there no aside from making them three films of two. That one of the biggest mistakes to me was not having Smog die in the second film. You know, I felt it was the biggest cop out of just like ending it with him flying towards Watertown, and then he dies. You know, in the first ten minutes of the third film, you're like, "Fuck!" Just put it at the end of the second film, and then make the third film all about. Yeah, we don't need Smog here. The madness, one. the madness of you know, the dwarves and all that battle. I was like, right. to me, it, it was just kind of a weak. Even though the just Desolation of Smog is actually a pretty good film, it's just you just ended it, you know, before you should have. And Smog is bad for you. And speaking of ending <laughs> it before I should have, I just want to say I lasted about fifteen minutes into the after show this evening, <laughs> which, which is which is a record for you from what we which heard. is a record. Fifteen yes. minutes. Um, yeah, your wife is so proud. <laughs> um, what, what about AOL? Yeah, yeah. He was young then. He was like five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> It could have been. We we only did it for twenty seconds. How could it be my kid? Not my kid. What are you talking about? Uh, those were the just, days. It was just dry humping. Those were the wow. Those were there. the days, my friend. It really did end. Even with that, I'm gonna go. <laughs> All right. See, now, now, you, now you be paranoid the whole time. There's no telling what we'll say after you leave. And, uh, and don't be texting me about things to watch and listen to. I I I'm gonna put you on block. Uh, yeah, sorry about that, Jack. You'll be in That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right, see you, Chris. There goes a man about ready to watch a Mel Gibson trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> Mad Max. Could put Mad Max. Mad, Mad Max. Max. Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Um, uh, does the, really, like, the beyond the third one, they just kind of lose their luster. At the Lethal I don't weapon. think Mel Gibson. Well, there's only four. Anything. They're going to make another one. Apparently, lethal sure. weapon. Well, they're yeah, mad Indiana Jones. No, no, they're, I, thought they're, uh, I thought there already were five lethal weapons. There only there's four? only four. Are they going to make a fifth one? Because I remember at the. I thought it was the fourth one. Yeah, it has. Uh, fuck, it's the it's the one with the, the kung fu guy in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's like because well, at the end they said like you yeah, were family because like they had said that was going to be the last one, which was ninety eight, I think. Uh, is what's his name coming back? I mean, uh, Danny Glover. Danny Glover? Yes, yeah, Danny Glover and Mel. Yeah, he's he's too he is definitely too old. Too old for shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean to, yeah. I mean to me, you know, Lethal Weapon 3 is even a stretch. I mean, the first one and the second one are good. And then the third one it has its moments, but it's not tip top. But who knows? And and really John, like the Yeah, go ahead. John Wick trilogy. There's there's supposedly you're bringing back uh, Justified. Oh. It's coming back. It's going to be set in Detroit, I guess, or something like that. Well, there's a place in these Law and Order is Detroit. Yeah. So. But I, I'm <laughs> my wife and I are currently watching it right now. We're in midway through season four, or do we do start season five yet? Oh, I, I, I don't know. I meant to I meant to mention this uh, while Randy was here, so I don't I don't think Randy's in the chat. So I don't think anybody other than Matt joined us. The- no, we have. And we have I, Matt Matt posted that uh, I can't pronounce his first name, but. Yeah, Yafet Koto. Yeah, he was. I I loved him. He was a great actor. Yeah, he was. He was in, he was in an Die. episode of The Big Valley. He was an alien. Midnight Run. Oh right, yeah. 
He was it's on Homicide. Was it was it Homicide Life in the Streets? Is that, is that what that show was? It's it's crazy to me how you, yes, <laughs> as you get Homicide, older, Life on the Street. Yes, that's what it is. It's, Randy's not here. Oh yeah. I always thought of him as so old when I watched Alien, you know, like because when you're a kid, you think everyone's older than you, like way older than you. And like when you do the math, because he died at 81 years old, you're like, he was only 39 years old when he did Alien. <laughs> you're like, wow. You know, and 81 to, in today's standards is not old. It's not. Yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I mean, I'm only a few years away and Matt, you probably back me up on that, but it's beep, uh beep. <laughs> Well, but you think about it, you go, "Wow, eighty-nine. Hmm. My collarbone's going to last kid, a it, pretty long time now. That's got titanium in it. It'll last after so, you. They'll they'll dig you up, you right? Know? They'll be like, because oh, what's going to happen? Really used to do, during a sledding used to, used to dig up dead people, right, Nick? I only found three bodies. So yeah. what's going to happen when you know two hundred years, three hundred years from now, the people laying in graves? I mean, they were going to say, "Is it okay to just dig them up?" Well, it's never okay to dig up. Uh, well, think about it today, especially with our self-centered 20th century and 21st century. You know, we, we're we're not just buried anymore. We're put in a time capsule and then another time capsule and then put in the ground. It's like right. you're never going to decompose. Who the fuck are you calling self-centered? You get to see a glass hole. I don't who who do you think I am? <laughs> well, I'm getting cremated. So, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to get cremated, too. I think uh, hopefully yeah. I'm dead first. I'm going to get hopefully, latte. Yeah. Yeah, latte. I don't, like, nice. I don't like the cream. A little I foam. Like latte. You, you mm-hmm. get the leaf, foam. or you get a heart. Or you get it's going to be soy. soy I was oh, against soy. it at first, but then I, you know, my uncle was cremated, my dad was cremated, so I go, all right, I guess I, I might, can. I might chicken to oatmeal. I don't know if I want to be put in the ground because it's you know it's cold and well, I, I, worms I, are there, and I would like to be there though when they dig up Matt, you know, in a few hundred years or whatever, and they go, oh my god, this guy was Wolverine. Look at look at all the look at all the metal on his bones. Like, and, just, like, and and who gets buried with blue jeans on? In blue jeans, yeah. It's just like those five hundred ones. Those five hundred ones last forever. Yeah, because that, that's I that, that could be a commercial. I'm <laughs> most likely also being cremated too. So couldn't that be a commercial? It could be. You know, because they used you know because they used to show you know kids. You know, rub it in the seventies. The commercial where the kids are just abusing these pants, and you know, if you dig someone up two hundred years later, damn, he's the he can put. But look at this; the jeans are still standing. <laughs> I think that would be a good commercial. Maybe no good Super Bowl commercial. I mean, what? the Levi's, the last Levi's I bought, don't really last that long. <laughs> but yeah, you know, but compared to other, well, pants. my problem with my Levi's is they're lasting long, but I my my midsection is not allowing me to wear them. <laughs> That's so true. And it's just like going, in general, yeah. And it, you don't really realize it till you know you you look around. And you go, God, what the hell happened to me? Well, your body just changes it. So because like I keep everything, you know. In reasoning, I have T-shirts that are over twenty years old, and I don't wear them. But I got one out a few months back that was probably from two thousand one. I was like, oh, I haven't worn this in a while, and I just needed it to like go out and work, you know. And I, I mean, that thing, you would have thought I was a seventies. It just sucked to me. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, I am no longer this size anymore." Like, you know, but yeah, I still weigh roughly the same. But it's like it's just it's just distributed <laughs> different spots. I think the difference was, you know, four four or five years ago, I was still refing, still doing college right. games. I was doing like probably thirteen, fourteen games a week, and refing hour after hour after hour. So I was in pretty good shape. And now it's like all I do is chase around grandkids all day long. When I was sick, I did lose four pounds. So. But then I put it all back. 
just from being sick. I yeah, don't think I don't think you can count it that. That's not. Well, I'm just saying. I, I it, it's, it still lose the. Were you just sitting there like ET on the on the bathroom floor? No, like, no, I, no. I just I slept. I slept for like oh. from like Friday night to Sunday. I probably oh. slept about forty hours. Now, now when I had the um, the bounce back from the the COVID shot, you know, mm-hmm. like I had like this little window there where I'm was, not even on the list yet. So just the one day though, where you felt a little icky, right? And it wasn't even for for a full day. Hmm. It was like it was kind of, you know, twenty three hours in. I was just kind of not feeling my best, and it was my fault. I like my wife had just gotten home at that that point, and you know, usually like that's when we sit down and we kind of snack on some things and, and we'll have something to drink. And so I had a beer that night. Well, that didn't that didn't help. That just kind of made things worse. And then I was just like, "Fuck it," you know, like I'm going to bed early. And then I felt fine the next day so um but you know just to be aware i I know that i think that those that are getting the pfizer the moderna like they they find it on the when they're getting the second dose the second shot it's Mm. it's after that second dose for the for the johnson and johnson which is what i had um it was it was definitely like a 24-hour period afterwards so i think i think i read yesterday day for yesterday that the one they're using in Italy, which is, you know, a European version of the vaccine, they're actually suspending it because like they've mm. had a number of people die from it. And it's like, oh, well, Europe's having a third wave. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. yeah so they're, well, they're having a third wave. They are suspending one of the shots, but they, but they're, they're, they're just having a third wave of the virus come through. Whereas we're, even though I guess North Carolina is on uptick, right? For the last couple of days has been on mm. uptick. Oh, we've, we've been on the down tick, but that, that just makes everybody, like, hey, we can we can do whatever we want. Yeah. We can have face sex now. So, <laughs> oh, good old face sex. <laughs> speaking of aliens, <laughs> speaking speaking of face huggers, yeah. um, no, um, we I, have face I, sex with our mask on. I, I wanted to 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 uh, just mention because we were talking about TV earlier, and uh, and Randy, I know is is a big proponent of this show. Finally, got around to watching it. I would say that it is almost 10 times better than the other show, but I'm watching young Sheldon um, really enjoying it. It's interesting how the mythology of big bang, you see it kind of play out in young Sheldon and um, well, young Sheldon doesn't have a laugh track, right? It doesn't have a laugh track and it's, and it has kind of the feels of like, if you're familiar with Goldberg's, but where Goldberg's is like, woohoo, it's the eighties. You know, it's like, Young Sheldon's life in the 80s is what I remember being a kid in the 80s because he's actually growing up in 1989. And if but you isn't grew he, up, isn't he really smart though? If you grew up, if you grew up in a rural town though in the 80s, it was basically like you were 10 years in the past. Like you yeah. didn't have all. Like if you're if you're living in a farm town, yeah, Nick knows what I'm talking about. Like mm-hmm. you grew up in 85. It yeah, was basically I grew up like, in San Diego. I understand what you're saying. It was basically like if you were growing up, though, in, in a small town in 85, it was basically like you were growing up in 1978. Like it yeah, was yeah. always like seven always years behind, behind the yeah, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there are things in, in Young Sheldon that it's like it's not over the top. We're in the 80s, but there are little things in the background that I'm like, oh, I remember that little thing. And so they don't always necessarily hit you over the head and they don't pull out the Goldbergs like we're not getting along as a family. Cue the 80s soundtrack and we're all good now. It's like it's up the last minute and a half. Yeah. 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 I, me- I remember the producers and Laura, Laura Prepon. 
whatever, you know, from that 70s show. I remember her talking about that, how they purposely did that in that 70s show, too, because they're supposed to be from rural Wisconsin, that Mm -hmm. all the slang and uh, insult words they used were actually, you know, from an earlier time to reflect that, that they were like, hey, like, we're always about eight years behind the times. Mm -hmm. So we're using words like doofus or goof, you know, like just weird words that no one used anymore. I mean, like, say far out, like far out in the late 70s, like far out, man. It's like, okay. Like, you know, just things that like you wouldn't really say in the late 70s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, like, okay, that makes total sense. Now, I did grow up in San Diego was when I grew up was growing it was considered a small town. Not a rural town, but it was compared to L.A. and San Francisco. San Diego was was small. We only, I mean, you look at it now; it's all cement and concrete. Yeah. You know? I saw what it looks like in Blade Runner yeah. twenty forty nine. Oh, yeah, my, my my grandparents lived there in the fifties in San Diego, and my dad's parents, and they that's the reason why they never went back is because they were like, we're so scared to see it different, you know, that we oh, don't. It's because yeah, uh, I, I remember growing up, and my next door neighbor, his dad would take us. He'd have this Volkswagen hatchback. And places now that are shopping centers and stuff like that, he'd go, let's go hunt jackrabbits. And it was just an excuse to go take this car and, and drive it up these hills and all the, you know, almost turning the car over a hundred, but we were like five, six years old, seven. It was great. Yeah. But now there's, there's nothing like that. There's nothing. Yeah. There's no jackrabbits out there anymore because everything is gone. It's all, it's either housing or roads and right. all these freeways and everything else. And yeah, they told me where they lived. They lived like on either Fifth Street or Fifth Avenue, which is like just south of Balboa Park. And they're like, yeah, we lived right there because he was in the Navy and all this. And he's like, yeah, we lived there for years. And it's like, yeah. and they never went back. They're like, well, because they, they knew it wasn't with nothing that they remembered would be there. Yeah. It's, like, it's, well, no, those most of those uh, of that area. Yeah. Those houses are still there. Well, that may have been. It's, but, it's yeah. I mean, it's still like the uh, that area really hasn't changed much, but it's it's you know it's it's still back in the fifties and sixties. But yeah, it's a it's it's I mean, it's I guess part. I, I mean, that's why San Diego always tried to be. They never wanted to be L.A. Right, and it, I don't think it is. You know, it's a very it's, different it's, vibe. It's, it's not. It's not L.A. You don't have the traffic, but you it, traffic is bad there. But it's it's they always have a small because that's the way they say the Chargers left because it's as a small town. It does small, well, it has some small town mentality, but they're the seventh largest as far as population city right. in the United States. But I, I've always said that since the first time I went to San Diego, if everyone could afford it, everyone would live in San Diego because mm-hmm. it's a great town. Yeah. You know, I mean, I I've been to San Diego many times. I've and I lived in L.A. and I liked L.A. from my experience of it, but it's a completely different vibe than San Diego. You know, it's well, LA's, LA's bigger too. It's it bigger. You can't just get from here to there. Whereas San Diego, you can, okay. Where I grew up in Claremont, everything was 15 minutes away. The beach was 15 minutes away. The stadium was 15 minutes away. The sports were anything you wanted to do. The big shopping centers were, it was centrally located where I grew up. Mm-hmm. When I, I, when I, became an adult i couldn't live there i couldn't afford to live in that area so i had to live in the east county right and it wasn't 15 minutes away from everything it was, <laughs> it was warmer out there it would get colder out there because it was you know i i like i said i'm watching i'm re-watching chuck and uh you notice things because it's in la and sarah who's the uh cia agent who's responsible for watching chuck lives in downtown la but the bur the bible is in burbank and I'm over going like, that's bullshit. 
It's like, it's like, it's like if Chuck ever got in trouble, he's a dead man. There's no way she's yeah. getting up to Burbank. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it's just, and that's that's what's unrealistic about so many shows. It's just because they want to show different oh, landscapes, sure. you know. But you just kind of laugh about it, you know. And then like one episode, they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to call down in Marina Del Rey," and I'm like, "But you're in Burbank. Like, why would you go down to Marina Del Rey?" Like it makes no sense. Like you just like you know, but people who don't know the geography of LA, it just mm. like well, they no. they did that with shows that were supposedly filmed in San Diego, like Simon and Simon. First year it was filmed in San Diego, mm. and they would come down and do different, you know, but most of it was filmed in LA because they'd always show the Santa Monica Pier. And I go, that's not San Diego. <laughs> You're lying to us. You're lying to us. Yeah. Well, I always like, I always think okay. it's funny too when you see hills in the background of certain places that take place in the Midwest because right. you never see an outcropping of just a hill off in the distance like a plateau or a mountain. That doesn't, you know, we do have hills. Don't get me wrong. They just don't stick out like a big, huge mountain right. in the backdrop. And that's what you see a lot of times in, in Midwest. Like, oh, this is supposed to take place like, like uh, I think the the one that I always find hilarious is if you watch um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and the one the one that deals with the little boy being abducted in Muncie, Indiana. He's in Muncie, Indiana. All of a sudden, they're on the side of this hill that's overlooking right. the entire the city, yeah. and I'm just like, this doesn't this landscape doesn't. There's no mountain here. There's there's no <laughs> hill big enough in Muncie. I mean, sure, there is a psychological black hole in Muncie that sucks everyone's soul. And, and if you've ever visited Muncie, you know what I'm talking about. But that's, you know, that's, well, that's not what Spielberg was trying to capture. That's how you know. I mean, Hollywood's full the of shit. You know, hills. Like, um, part, the Sledding part, Hills, yes. That's where they are. The Sledding Hills of Muncie. <laughs> Randy. Like, part of U.S. Marshals, you know, with uh, uh, Wesley Snipes and uh, what's his name? The guy from The Fugitive that was the U.S. Marshal. Oh, oh yeah, um, yeah. Um, I was going to mention him earlier because we were talking about books and Tommy Lee Jones. Played, yeah, Tommy, he played Cobb. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was like nine years old playing Cobb. So there's there's a scene in uh, the uh, U.S. Marshals where Russell Snipes is on the run, and I they're, they're in they're in swamps, and you know they're like, oh god, I don't want to deal with swamps, blah blah blah, and that's all shot in my home county in Tennessee, mm. and. Yeah, there's some swamps there, but they make it like it's the the glades. You know, you're like, <laughs> this is rural west northwest Tennessee. Come on, people! Like, it's just not you know down in Louisiana or Florida. It's like, you know, but it, they make it out to be like the worst environment ever. Just you know? just like how how like quicksand was everywhere, was right like, in the '80s, especially. Like, yeah, well, that was like that was big '60s thing. It was like. You know, it, it, it held on. The joke going around, people said, I, "I'm still waiting to die from quicksand." I think that's why Pitfall was invented as a video game. I mean, it did, it did make you think that. I mean, you got Princess Bride, which Jack's never seen. You know, you have uh, a Neverending Story. There's so many things that have quicksand in it where you're like, "Oh my god, this is really a threat." I have to be cautious of. You know? Gilligan's, Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Episode. Those poor, poor uh, blazing set, sa- blazing saddles. It's all fake, though. Yeah. Blazing yeah. Saddles also set in Muncie, Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Yeah. Now, no, Bruce, like, uh, Randy said uh, Bruce Springsteen has a song Balboa Park about homeless addicts. Is that about San Diego? Because there's a lot of homeless addicts in Balboa Park area. Well, we've talked about that. How you know the the the, the gaslight the gas lamp district? You know, for the longest time, no one went down there because that oh, was no. that was the worst part of San Diego. Not unless you wanted to get a prostitute or drugs, right? 
And that's what's funny how the early two thousands, all those areas throughout the country have kind of been re you know, what do they call it now gentrification or whatever. But it's nice because those are the old historic buildings. But like you know, in Knoxville, when I first moved to Knoxville in ninety nine, the the red light district, no one went down there, and you could live in these old old hundred year old brick buildings for a couple hundred bucks a month. You know, and you're like, this is awesome. And now those same properties or like two, three grand a month to rent. And you're like, are you serious? There used to be a guy pissing outside the window every night right here. Like, you know, it's just, it's, that's, it's well, that's nuts. downtown San Diego. I mean, they, yeah. uh, I, and Randy says, yes, it is Balboa Park, San Diego. But uh, some guy, some old guy, he was like 71, was drunk this week. Was it this week, last week? I guess where the homeless are, there's a large homeless population. I guess he, he drove his car on the sidewalk, killed three of them. Oh, right. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. I go, what the hell was that? But he was intoxicated. And yeah, he's old now. Yeah, he, yeah like, I remember I saw an interview yeah. with the, the, the guy, the last guy that was on the car that didn't die. And he said that, like, he goes, yeah, I was on the guy's hood, just looking at him through the windshield. And he wasn't stopping. Just like, you know, like, and I, that's why, like, I've always kind of been a believer that after you turn 70, 72, that you should be required to take a driver's test over so many years. Or he, was, or, he was, he was, he drunk was drunk, too. but still it's just like how many people, like I remember having <laughs> my parents having to take away my grandfather's license, mm-hmm. you know, like it, I think he was 80 or 81 or something like that. Yeah. You know, it was just like, he just wasn't there anymore. Like he was there mentally, but he just yeah. physically couldn't do it. And like, it's such a hard thing to do, but it's like, well, you need to be tested and see if you can still do this. Mm-hmm. I know that I I don't know if I told it on air or, or not, but the, we have a neighbor a couple doors down. They're the nicest, my favorite neighbors on the block. But it's funny that the the he, the the husband calls uh, Zach Brock. Calls <laughs> Brock, and uh, I know I cor- I used to correct him all the time, and then now Zach goes, I go just say yes. <laughs> hey, hey, Mister, hey, Mister, such and such, and he goes, but my name's not Brock. He goes, but he thinks it is. So just, well, at least he remembers that. But his wife. Because he's had he's had a couple of heart attacks and stroke. He's he's still kicking, still going, you know, still has this booming voice. So he used to scare the shit out of me. I go out there <laughs> early in the morning. Hey, Jack! I go. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Give me a hug because he's. But anyway, his wife. Every time we talk to her, I have the grandkids. She can't. Literally, like two seconds later, she can't remember the name. She's can't. She's she oh. can't remember me and all this different stuff. Mm-hmm. She's still driving. Oh wow. my gosh! I think, oh, I, think man. I think she's still working. Wow! And, and she drives every day, and I'm like going, I go, she should, but I, you know, I've I've followed behind her a couple of times. I go, well, <clears> she's <throat> fine. I go, but I don't know how she can do this when she's clearly not the same person she was a few years ago. I mean, it's yeah. sad. I mean, it's, but it's like, I don't know, do I reporter or do I, what, what do you do on something like that? Do you, do I say, yeah, this woman probably shouldn't be driving? Right. But, you know, if she can pass the test, I mean, I don't, I don't know. It's scary because, I mean, I've, you know, taken three driver's tests in three different states. And, you know, like, of course, I got my driver's license so early in Tennessee, I don't even remember it. But, you know, the Colorado one was nothing. Uh, the California one is a lot more strict. But then you see how many people in California can't drive. You're like, well, maybe it should be even stricter. <laughs> <laughs> in California, they had their own rules. Well, when I first went for my license here, I go to take the test, literally had like seven or eight bike questions. Right. And I'm like going, I didn't even read that. I, what, why do I need to know what the b- rules for b- riding a bike are? And I failed the test. Oh. Because it was based on, 
How many people based it? I went going, what does that have to do with my fucking, the rules of the, that's just, I'm, I'm supposed to know how many people die on a bike. I, I, it doesn't. And I, what? so I failed the first time. I'm like going, this is <laughs> stupid. And so the next time I got the test, then someone goes, you can skip those. You can skip so many. I go, well, I didn't know because it's like all oh, computer. Oh. I go, well, I didn't know. They didn't tell me that ahead of time. <laughs> it was bullshit. You know, when I got mine in California, it, it just shows you how much of a dork and movie junkie I am. The thing that made me the happiest about taking my driver's license test in California was that I was in the DMV that the movie License to Drive with the Corys <laughs> was shot in. And I remember looking at the building going, this is it. You know, and then I looked it up just to confirm. I was like, this is the exact DMV that's in the movie. And like, I just, that made me so happy. I can still remember my license, num- my driver's license number in California. Wow. Oh. And I can't remember my, I couldn't tell you what my, even the numbers started with here. Yeah. But I think it's like, because back then we wrote checks. Oh, right. Yeah. So you used to have to write your check. You used to have to back the memo in the section. Yeah. Number, yeah, you'd have to write your, you know, like. So I think I wrote it so many times that it just stuck. In, I mean, it just sticks in my, you know. I that shows you how, like, just like Matt was saying about always being behind the times. I just stopped carrying a checkbook probably five years ago. <laughs> like I always still carried it in my wallet. Yeah, you know, oh. like you just never knew, you know. Hmm. Uh, I was watching Justified the other day, and you're you're from the South, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one of the plot lines was this guy, they find, uh, Raylan, have you guys seen Justified? No. I know what it's yeah. about. But yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Come I know on, what it's Nick. about. You've never seen Princess Bride, Jack. Oh, yeah. t- you should be watching Justified. I know. It's your people. And uh, so anyway, he finds this, uh, this, this Fred old Savage bag. is your people. <laughs> he finds this old bag in the thing. And it, it has a driver's license. But there's no picture on the driver's license, and mm-hmm. the and, and the license is from the 70s. Yeah, I go. Wouldn't it have? I go. I remember my first license I got was in you know in the 70s in California. I had a picture. No, uh, yeah. they're like a library card. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't have really? No, I, I had I had a picture on mine, of course. But, but yeah, thing in the 70s in in the South, they didn't have pictures on that because I'm like, well, this is how they're doing the because they can't find the guys are a fugitive. And they're trying to find the guy, but they can't find the guy because they don't have a picture of him. Mm. I mean, I, I, it wasn't that way in Tennessee, I know for sure, because I've seen my dad's this old. Is, this is Kentucky. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I know in Tennessee it wasn't true because I've seen my dad's old licenses with his picture on them from the 70s. So I, it just depends on the state. I'll know? ask my neighbor. He's, neighbor he's from he's from Kentucky. So I'll ask him. Speaking of the Wonder Years, um, though, you know that's getting rebooted as well with Fred Savage is going to be like the director producer, I think. Oh, really? Huh. I, I was a little disappointed that it's going to be modern times, but I was hoping, like, if it really, if you want to be true to it, yeah. it should be in the 90s, I think, would right. be a much cooler period. But What's going to be rebooted? Wonder Years. Oh, Wonder Years. Should bring back uh, the, uh, what's the one with Rob, him and Rob Lowe, uh, The Grinder. That was hilarious. Did you guys another another TV show that suffered from not having a really great title. You know, like we the talked grinder, about Terriers. Yeah. The Grinder, I think, is another one where it's just like, don't, don't well, that really. The casual viewer needs to be able to relate to the title. Mm-hmm. You know, like Justified, if you had never knew anything about it, you could kind of put like, oh, it probably has something to do with justice. You know, like right. you're, so you, you get it. Like, but if you say something like Grinder, you're like, is it about strippers? 
Am like, I going on you Tinder? You don't know. Like, and so what am I? Is this about a meatpacking industry? <laughs> I'm not going to get into a show about meatpacking in the 30s. Fuck that. I just I, I can remember just happened to stumble upon it, and I said, "I'll give it a shot." I like Rob Lowe, and it was just so funny. I go, "How are people not watching this show?" It, it is. It does have that name. You're like on Grinders at like a hoagie or whatever you know, right? Sandwich shop or something like that. But yeah, because Terriers was the biggest blunder. Mm-hmm. Because I remember when I didn't. I Jay is the one that told me about that. He goes, "You got to watch Terriers." I go, "What's it about?" He goes, "Oh, it's a detective." I go, "Well, why is it called Terriers?" And then it's in San Diego. I go, "What does Terriers have to do with San Diego?" I don't get. It doesn't. It's not ringing a bell. So anyway, Randy corrected me. I, I am. I was mistaken. I don't know where I read Modern Times. It's actually the same period, but now it's a black family instead of a white family. Because, you know, Wonder Years was, took place in 68 with a white family, and this is going to be a black family. So I, I, I think Randy's He also says, like, I'm pretty sure, that. question mark, question mark. So I would, I would you know. Oh, I think, use Randy, that. I, think, I think Randy's correct. Randy, Randy read it on QAnon, though. So it's, <laughs> it's really... And Randy's probably sleeping right now, so he can thanks, be thanks, Randy, for cancel culturing us. Yeah, <laughs> he could be sleep typing. He's know. he's trying to cancel culture us. Right, yeah, so way to go, cool. Randy. Um, but, you know, I think you know because like right now with what you what's the show you're talking about um, in the eighties? Um, young Sean, Gold, the, oh, the Goldbergs. Oh, you know, the, the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. Yeah, the Goldbergs and young Sean about to still on. I think yeah, so. I think it is. Uh, yeah, but I yeah, I, I think it would have been a much. I think the Wonder Years would have been more interesting if it would have taken place in the '90s because that's the last decade, you know, without social media and and a lot of this still analog to digital transition. Right. I think it would have been a much inter- much more interesting show from a young <laughs> kid's point of view. Um, but I, I will just say mention again, young young Sheldon really surprised me, um, and uh, really enjoy that show. It's got a lot of heart, a lot of heart, and this you don't have to watch all of big bang to get it right like you could just watch young sheldon on its own and enjoy it for its storyline i think that a lot of tv shows they have something successful and they're like okay we have to like basically make this show again you know like cheers had success they went with kelsey Grammer and made his show you know fraser right yeah but you know but a lot of times though they Frasier wasn't like uh, Cheers. It wasn't. It wasn't as direct spinoff of. Well, it was a spinoff of Cheers, but it wasn't a direct copy. Right. You know. No. It, no. I'm saying it. it, it could. But it, it did follow a certain. Up. Right. But it, it did, did follow certain formulaic aspects that I would say, like the way that it's shot, that the way that Young Sheldon is shot is completely different than the way. Well, no uh, Big Bang. Big Bang is shot. Well, also the laugh track, but also just the way the camera angles they use, the fact that they they weren't like, okay, we have to have a Raj and we have to have this, you know, we they, they weren't setting up those things. The story had already been told and things that Sheldon had kind of mentioned in the past. And the casting, I just have to say, the casting is amazing because you really only see some of his family members in the Big Bang Theory a couple times like you only really see his brother and his sister like a handful of episodes but who they cast to play these kids like them as kids that casting agent just needs to get like gold star pat on the back (laughs) because it's it's pretty yeah and randy says there's some good good actors Um, well this is us has always done a great job with the kid actors but i i've kind of i don't know if you guys watch this is us but i've just gotten to the point i can't take it anymore it's it's too It's too depre- it's too depressing. I mean, it's just like every it's a can't 
can't they be happy one week? <laughs> one, give me a week. Just give me a week. I mean, I'm, I'm like three. Or I four. haven't watched this week's episode yet, so don't spoil. I'm like, I did, I'm three or four episodes behind. Oh, okay. So it, my wife went ahead and watched it without me, and I'm like going, "You watched it without me?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "All right." I mean, I get it. That's a, that's what made me stop watching Black Mirror. You know, like uh, even though I Black Mirror Mirror is uh, is a great show. It's well written. It's just like they're all like just so depressing and such a slap in the face of how awful human beings can be. <laughs> Twilight, Zone, Twilight Zone wasn't that way. They, I mean, they yeah, had some, I love Twilight Zone. Yeah. Twilight Zone had episodes that were, would just get you. Uh... <laughs> You're making fun of me. For I, saying, I, I know, no, I was, I'm not making fun of you at all. But yeah. it, it did have, it, it was more like, oh, Oh, whereas Black Mirror was like, oh, ooh, yeah. ah, come on. But I, it, you know, I did watch it for like what, three seasons or something like whatever it was. But uh, well, yeah, just, this is us. It's just gotten. It's almost like the spin, the one that they have on ABC, uh, Million Reasons Why or whatever it is. I go, my wife still watches. I go, I, I even though I like the cast. I go, this is even worse than This Is Us. These people are, I mean, literally are never happy. There's always something happening to them. I go. I go, I got my own life to have to deal with. I go, I don't yeah. watch these people be, uh, you know, just, it, it's, it just, I don't want to, you know, happy all the time, but I get that life sucks, but it's just like, okay, these people, why are they still, and of course, a million little things, they're all rich, but yet they're never oh, happy. I thought never. we were talking about the royal family. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got 99 problems and they, they're not one of them. <laughs> I, I, I don't it's, it's something especially with American culture I do not get I have never understood it I don't yeah. get it at all like why Americans obsess about the royal family it's like why right. who the I fuck know, cares when I, when I was like, there I and they and they were driving up people were going nuts yeah. I mean and when they, they do the changing the guard I mean people just go fucking nuts there I'm like going okay this is it's cool but it's like I, I you know. I don't care. It's like there's nothing special about any of them. They don't do anything. It's like they were just and ripped it, out of someone's vagina because they were important. And that's and, it. And, and you know that she and, and the queen's never gonna. She's gonna live to be 120. And, oh, no and, doubt. And what's his name is never I think, gonna. Be I think. King. I think she's doing it to spite Charles now. It's just like I think so too. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. I'm gonna stay. Mommy, mommy never loved you ever. Yes. <laughs> I'm not supposed to hug and kiss you. Nick, we missed our time. We missed the beheadings. So that was the golden <laughs> age of uh, monarchy there that we really missed the boat on that one. So, but anyway. Um, you, imagine, you imagine having that job? My you know, like having to chop someone's head off. It's like, oh, and then go eat. Well, they probably get desensitized to it, probably, you know. Like, yeah, exactly. It's just a job, man. I don't, I don't know. I mean, it just—it's like, okay, how do you train for that? It's like, okay, your job is going to be to behead people. I, mean, I, be, I, I imagine they, be, they recruit recruit uh, hockey players. So yeah. yeah, that could be it too. I yeah. mean, to me, the beheader would probably be the easiest job because, like, you remember the ending of Braveheart? Yeah, like yeah. imagine if you're that guy who you're actually having to like disembowel somebody. Like, yeah, that's, mm. that's the point where I'd be like, I'm, I'm good. You know, like, yeah, I just but I said, what if you what if your first shot is not a clean shot and the person's still alive? I was like, oh, damn it. Well, they are. I hate, I, I hate when I do yeah. that. That's why they got rid of the guillotine. That's right. That's the reason why like, they quit doing that. The guillotines, because you're still alive even after you're decapitated for yeah. uh, at least two or three minutes. 
And because yeah. they used to, they used to pick up people's heads and yell at them, and people would kind of like slowly open their eyes, you know, because they're still oh my there. Gosh. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Randy fun. says you're watching, uh, yeah, lots of blood in, uh, in fun, uh, fun Rome. If you, if you really want Spartacus, that is a is a great show. I don't, you guys ever seen Spartacus? Blood yeah. and Sand. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I, 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 I watch it like it's every been a, two it's years. It's been a while since I've seen that. And it's kind of. Yeah. It's kind of hokey with the blood and stuff like that, but the story is really good. Yeah, it's kind of a ripoff of uh, you know, Bowser Galactica, Blood and Chrome, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, um, I did have one more thing to say. I was watching oh, something okay. on The Odd Couple. You guys ever seen The Odd Couple? Yeah, of course. I, I guess when it, start, it started, it had a laugh track, and Jack Klugman, <laughs> Jack Klugman, and and uh. And Tony Randall didn't like the laugh. Didn't like the laugh yeah. track. They said so. They started filming it in front of a studio audience. Oh, okay. Because they insisted. Okay, look, we don't want this laugh track because they were both I, state I would, actors. I wouldn't either. I mean, that's the reason why. I like with Young Sheldon. I mean, were you Sheldon? I mean, uh, the Big, Big Bang. Bang Theory. I never understood that. It's like in today's era, why is there still laugh track? Laugh track. Because to me, after Friends ended, that should have been the death knell for the laugh track. And yet, Big Bang Theory, as well as uh, Two and a Half Men, still right. had it. It's like if it's if it's funny, people will laugh at it. I don't yeah, need something a lot to of, tell me that it's funny. You look at a lot of the CBS shows, though. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of the CBS shows that came out of that 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 factory, because even um, How I Met Your Mother came out of that, and they have that laugh track. Right. And um, you know, every now and then, my wife will go through different, you know, TV shows that she falls asleep to, and um, you know, every now and then, like she'll she'll hit certain TV shows, and I'm just like. I can't, I cannot deal with whatever this show is, yeah. you know, but, um, but anyway, I'm enjoying young, young Sheldon. I was really pleasantly surprised. I had good, I had heard good things about it. Um, but finally getting to it and watching it, um, it's, it's been, and it's one of those shows that I just kind of watch with my wife. So I'm slowly going through it. I'm not like binging it at night where, you know, so yeah. I'm not sure. If you've, say, go ahead. I'll say, I'm not sure if you ever met her, Matt, but Jana, who's long time, Jane Jack friend, you know, mm-hmm. like she, that's what she used to do. She lived in Hollywood. Long time listener, first time. Yeah, college. no, yeah. we've we've talked about that. Yeah, um, but that's what she did for a living. She was the person off of the side that was in charge of the audience to say like, now you laugh. Like I was like, and I would totally be that person that gets gets kicked out of the audience or like someone <laughs> saying like, you know, like, all right, now everyone laugh. I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I'm it's not, not funny. It's not funny. You know, like it, it's just because like I could I if someone tells me to do something like that. I'm immediately not going to do it because you're just killing the vibe. And then they would Randy be like, said, that guy, get him out. That guy. Yeah. Okay. Randy says he's rewatching. But Rome, the problem with Rome is they've rushed the final season. Mm. Well, I yeah. mean, Rome, Rome just didn't. I mean, it was H- one of HBO's first, aside from like Sopranos, you know, like it was just. Well, it was after Dead. It came after Dead. Was it HBO? I thought it was Showtime. Uh, it's HBO. HBO, yeah. Because okay. like they didn't, they didn't have the budget that was required because they didn't get the audience that they wanted for it. Yeah. So they, you know, they had to cut a lot of stuff out and lost a lot of budget. And that's why I like Rome. Like I remember when Game of Thrones came out, a lot of the Rome actors were really bitter about the success of Game of Thrones because they're like, well, we did oh, it first. Right. You know? Yeah. And it's like, well, I mean, he wrote the books back in the nineties. So it's like, you really didn't, but you know, but it, I get it, it's a good, it's a really good show, especially the first season, but you can tell yeah. I think it's only, it's only two seasons, right? I think. They really rushed. I mean, it's like okay, we're going to wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they just yeah, didn't have the, for the budget. They didn't have the uh, yeah. the, the viewership. Yeah. Well, just like this show, we're rushing it to finish it up. Well, you are. 
<laughs> well, it's so that the <laughs> listeners kidding. have just approximately about two hours worth of content. If we give them too much, then then they're like, oh, I'm behind. I missed something. Well, I, I, I missed that I always, important thing that Jack was going to say. Well, I was here that you know people like the shows better without Chris, and so that's oh, no. did you guys see the, the the logo that I did for this this episode, the bonus? Yeah, what well, oh, exactly, yeah. Why was I so cranky? Oh well, I just I was looking yeah, at and, random and that photos. Photo, and that photo, I was just I was just joking too. I mean, I was oh. being pissy. Off. Yeah, yeah, I was going through uh, your profile pictures, Jack. You have a lot, and I and I found that one, and I thought, oh, this is perfect, Jack. You know, Chris, he's not on Facebook, so I had to Instagram stalk him. And Nick, I just took your your uh, Facebook pro- profile, but for the bonus one, I actually took Chris out. And uh, of the little <laughs> of the little logo there, so just because he's usually not in this this bonus segment, so let's just change that photo. That sh- that photo is almost four years old now. Most of my photos now are grandkids. Mm. Mm. Usually putting you in some sort of pain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man, I saw a video this morning of a day. Like, Ronnie, me of you, Matt. Uh, not so much of a meowsers, but it took place on the <laughs> stairs. Of uh, a dad, like a kid is playing with Legos on the steps, and you see the guy, like the dad, like just walking down the steps, like step right on one. Uh-huh. And the and the, the initial pain of the step of the Lego, and it's a car Lego, so the wheels go out, uh-huh. and then he just goes do 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 down the entire stairs, and you know immediately grabs his back. He's just like oh oh oh, and the kid is just like. Daddy, I saw I saw that video. I saw yeah. that video. He's like, oh my well, god! It's funny you mentioned that because last week I stepped on a Lego barefoot. I go, oh my granddaughter, are you okay, Papa? Yes. And then <laughs> two days ago, uh, Monday, there my wife likes them little chocolates and stuff like that. Well, my mm-hmm. grandson takes the Hershey Kiss and just puts it all in his mouth with the oh, the oil on there. Oh, I go, that's not good. I go, no, 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 no. And so he likes to run away because he thinks it's funny. Well, he yeah. had this little toy fire truck there. No. I stepped on it. I go one way. My knee goes this way. My ankle, boom, boom. I'm like, ah, 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 come here, come here. I still had to get him. So I grabbed him. Ripped there. it out of his mouth. I took it. I did it. Because he's like, holy yeah. shit. I go, took it back. I go, I almost broke my leg. And my, and my knee hurt all day. My ankle swelled up a little bit. I'm looking all to save you from eating aluminum foil. Well, you oh, saved a pretty expensive doctor bill because that foil oh, yeah. can tear up the insides of... Well, especially to be fair, it's not my kid. So, <laughs> they have full insurance. That's his something... Dad's in, his dad's in the Air Force Reserve, so it's... Oh. Insurance, so. That's something kids today will never have to deal with, is like, you know, metal fillings and then biting on aluminum or mm, something like that. Mm, yeah. That, that's some of the worst that pain yeah. ever. Uh I know the first time I used a microwave oven was at Sony, and I said, I'm going to heat up my cookies. So I threw them in there. Pissed your pants, forgot you were for a half hour. Yeah, and he goes, <laughs> I go, what the hell? And someone goes, hey, idiot, are you put, did you put aluminum foil? I go, no, it's just the right. He goes, it's got aluminum in it. I go, yeah. you can't. I go, oh, we don't have a microwave. I'm from San Diego. We don't have. I don't. I'm <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm from, from San Diego. We're Hang loose, dude. That's actually, I never got a microwave until I moved out. That's actually one of my – not that I eat fast food a lot, but Wendy's, you know, always wraps all their yeah. stuff in aluminum. Yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck. You know, any other company, it's just in cheap mm-hmm. paper wrap. But, like, it's like oh, Wendy's, it's aluminum. So I'm like, I have to take it out to put in the microwave. But whatever. 
I just watched an episode of The Office, and he's looking to get. He wants the people in the office to set him up, and someone set him up with this girl Wendy. Hot girl named Wendy. So he calls, and it's Wendy's. Ah, that's awful. Um, <laughs> recently, on the Office Ladies podcast, uh, they just they just dove into um, one of the greatest episodes of The Office of all time, Dinner Party. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I just finished that episode. That so. night. So yeah. So they they, they 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 break it down, and <laughs> it's pretty amazing, like how how like everybody kind of knew like the writing was just so good. And there was one aspect that I didn't, and I'm have not all the way through the entire episode yet. Um, but I was, it was interesting to to find out that the the kernel or the 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 germ of like what that episode is about or based on was the, uh, the play who's afraid of Virginia Wolf. Ah, that makes sense. When you think and about it, it does yeah. like one I heard and it was in the working title was who's afraid of J- Jan Gould. And, um, <laughs> hey, babe. Hey, babe. and they, they ended up, you know, changing it to dinner party, but, but it makes more sense now. You're like, Oh yeah, that makes like so much sense about like, cause that whole play. Um, and I've seen the, um, the movie with Robert, Lancaster and um, Elizabeth Taylor um, is just or Burt Lancaster. I'm sorry. I get those, those mixed up there. But um, if you've ever seen that movie though, it's just like nails on a chalkboard grading, like just fighting and fighting and fighting. And you get to the end of it and you're like, whoo. Is it Betty Davis man. or is it Joan Crawford? Who's Virginia Woolf? Elizabeth Taylor. I'm thinking a different movie. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure it's Elizabeth Taylor that's in that. Oh, you're probably right. It's been a while since I've seen it, so I'm trying to yeah. think. Yeah. So, but, but yeah, the anyway. office, but they ha- they had the most. Awk- I, I don't like the one where Stanley goes, "Did I stutter?" <laughs> that's a that's I it's a it's an uncomfortable episode for me to watch. I just. It, but but even the the office party is, and yet it still it still works. You know, as far as like, you know. Um, Hitting hitting a lot of those those funny moments, but yeah, I'm gonna have to go listen to that because I just finished that episode a couple of days ago, and yeah. it's one of my favorite episodes. The, uh, the dinner, yeah, party. for sure. Uh, when Dwight sure. shows up <laughs> <laughs> with his babysitter, so. you wonder how much of it was that? Did they talk about how much was ad libbed? Or uh, I haven't listened to to the whole the whole episode yet, but it was written though, and like, okay. and apparently. Most of the writers, like you get like a, a week to break down your episode. Well, these two writers actually had three weeks oh. and they they put it all in there. And so um, it's interesting. So the, actors that they, don't, the actors don't have any uh, influence on what, you know. Um, well, they they way. so so they they the, the two writers that wrote it, they also went to a table read. They had the table read and it was, it was an amazing table read, you know, like everybody loved it and they're like, Oh, this is great. And then the writer strike happened and it, it put a big, huge disruption in the whole flow. And there was a certain director that was attached to it that didn't get it. And this other director who had a lot more chemistry or at least a lot more history with the office and don't, don't ask me who it was because I can't remember now he, he got assigned or put onto it and he had already read the script he knew about it he was just like i know how this should look and so it was kind of the perfect storm of like great writing the cast loved it the director knew what he wanted from it and uh and that's how far i've gotten into the podcast but uh definitely worth 
checking that episode out. You know, if you've if you're a fan of The Office and and that's you know up there in the. Well, the, uh, the I wish top. you would have told me about this podcast a while ago. I have, and you just haven't gotten around. To he, he did. He I don't did. know if it's not it's on, on a couple thing of Chris, as a, the same th- thread as Chris telling me to. It's not. It's not on on the same thread as. as and Chris, you know, messaged me on like uh, I think Sunday about it, and I'm like, I'm I'm knee deep in the middle of grading right now, and I I can't I can't stop and just watch this uh, this moment. Yeah, he so. went a little. He went a little crazy with it, like. Like, are you watching this? Are you watching this to me? And I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll check it out. You know, <laughs> and like, it, it is interesting. You know, I think it, unless you just really, really love music, you know, mm-hmm. you're not going to really, I think, you know, some people really would get a kick out of it, but he gets a little too far. Into I like it. the behind the scenes stuff. Like, like what I said about Peter Noonan, where he was, ta- he would talk about where well, this guy came in, this guy came in and you're like, yeah. going, Wow, that's incredible! That that guy came in here and that came, you know. It's when you hear stories like that, it's like, wow, that that's that's the part I like. It's because I'm not te- I, I'm well, not very good. I'm not musically inclined, you know. And that's what I mean. Like to me, it's like if it was me doing a podcast about that kind of topic, I wouldn't because he, he basically plays the entire track over and over and over again with isolated parts. Whereas, and to me, it's like I would probably just single out the cool parts like oh like listen to Ringo's drums for this 10 second bit you know and like you just hear that and then like say okay now let's add this little bit over this little 10 second bit but he does like the whole thing so it's it's just after a while you're kind of like okay I get it I don't have to hear the whole song you know to appreciate this one little bit you know and it's just that's what I want. I just want that song broken down. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. I like, I like when she's dancing with Jim, and Jim doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I I'm I'm not even like all the way through that that podcast yet. I've just you know scratched the surface of that, but uh, I'm hoping to. Find Did she ever talk about the chemistry she had with uh, John Krasinski? Yeah, yeah. She talks about that like throughout the. I mean, it's it's oh. a pretty good. Oh, so it's, it's, Jenna, it's Jenna Fisher. That's on. it's Jenna Fisher and um, Angela. I know it was Angela. Um, I knew I didn't remember yeah. saying Angela. I was thinking for some reason yeah. I was thinking it was. Um, but because I, I, I know the other one a year ago was with because their chemistry and you doing another rewatch. You go, you really believe? Yeah, they're a couple. I mean, their mm-hmm. acting is so incredible. I mean, you just believe that they're because it, a lot of times it doesn't work when you, you know, like Ross and Rachel. I did, I never saw it. No, I think the thing true. with Ross and Rachel too is it had just been played. It'd been it been played so much, and yeah. and it's like it became to me it becomes unbelievable because I've been through relationships that like yeah. you pour your heart out or you you love someone so much and then it's it's either reciprocated and you go through a, a relationship which is either has its highs and lows and you break up, but then when that when that break happens, it can be so severe that. Even even ten years later, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm going to rekindle something with you because we actually fooled yeah. around and we have a kid together now." And oh, all of a sudden, I'm in love yeah. with you. It, to me, that part just I just I it doesn't ring true to me. It would have made more sense for her to fall in love with Joey, and I and yeah. to me that was I so became controversial a, when that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I it, to me, it made more sense. I think yeah. they were doing. I think they were doing. Uh, trial balloons and see if the audience. Yeah. And I think they were, they were trying to just get it back to, to Ross and Rachel. Um, but but like you're saying, saying, 
they did a good because I, I never like when couples start dating. You know, I like the sexual tension and okay, will they or won't they? I You're right. when they get together, it's it, it usually kills a show. Like uh, mm. what was that show? Uh, this is Jet. What's that? Jess, the new girl. Girl, new girl. When the two got together, it killed the show. Well, they broke up and then got back together later too. Yeah, yeah. But it was, but it was, it just killed the show because I think Friends did a great job when Ross and Rachel broke up. Mm. It didn't kill the show. Yeah, I mean, it, it kept flowing. I mean, the whole copy girl. We were on a break. Yeah. I thought, I thought, it, okay, good, you've done that. Let's go, let's go different directions, you know. And and but when they kept, it's like, okay, yeah, it just, it just, it never, it never. But with with the Pam and Jim. You honestly believe they hmm. are were meant to be? It's like I said when the final season where they're fighting. It's like no, I can't, I can't watch. This is uncomfortable for me to watch. Oh, it, yeah, mom and dad fight. But I and I'm still and I'm, I'm still 100. It goes there to bring you back, and I'm yeah. fine with that. And and to me, I mean, I know that it, that that that's an uncomfortable, you know, storyline. For even you know diehard Office fans, like when you go through that, you don't want to see that happen. But I, I like the resolution. I like the fact that we we go through the split in order to get to the healing part, you know. And and I believe it at least with those two. So um, with with other TV couples, it it does. It, like you said, it doesn't. I'm, I'm seem thinking about real. doing a video on 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 the Office. Who's the worst person on the Office? Who? Hmm. Oh, uh, what's his name? The skinny guy was the boss for a little bit. Darker guy. I, no. Skinny, skinny guy. Oh, um, skinny. Oh, you. No, I mean not. Not. I mean as a person. As not a person. Oh. As a, like, as a, as a, as a, as a you know, because most people say, "Oh, Michael," because he was just. No. If you, if you rewatch, I go. You know, Angela could be up there. Yeah. Well, are you talking about the main cast? Because I'm I'm thinking the, I'm, uh, I'm talking Robert. About the, I'm talking about the main cat, not not what's his name, not the Cause, guy. Because I'm like Robert is definitely like you know he's Robert a California. Tall, yeah, he's a. Tall no, I'm talking. You could also go uh, with this, what's his name? The uh, what's his friend's name? Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Todd Packer. Oh yeah. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. but as far as a main character, you have Angela, Ryan, and, and Ryan. That's what I was trying to think of. Ryan. Ryan. Okay. Ryan and, is using my vote for worst, as in just a person. And and yet, and then I find this interesting, um, Angela. <laughs> Not Angela. I'm sorry, uh, Jenna Fisher. She identifies more with Ryan as she watches the show now as an observer. <laughs> she's like, "Yeah, this guy, he's in on it," and so she she actually like, which I I'm like, "Oh yeah, I can see that," you know? Yeah, because like, there's there's Reddit groups that hate Pam. Sure. There's a, there's a whole thing about why people hate Pam. I'm like, who hates Pam? There was a. Um, did you see the recent uh, John Krasinski when he was on SNL? Because his opener, he basically deals with like basically the crowd keeps like, "Hey, where's Pam? Where's Pam? Hey, so you you guys are still together, right? You know?" And, and nobody like he's like, "No, I'm actually married to somebody else." There's a lot. So. There's a lot of arguments out there though about characters that you know just different perspectives. Because uh, like, there's definitely in the later seasons like Jim is a complete dick, a very selfish dick to Pam, you know, and Pam just kind of rolls over on it. And so I'll see the final season. I can't remember what they are, but you know, but like, you know, basically because you know, she goes up to New York or wherever it is to yeah. go to school. Mm-hmm. You know, and he basically is just being a dick the whole time, like not really supporting her, like being selfish. And so it's one of the things like yeah. I thought I thought he was pretty good. I thought but, he support it was when she had to stay longer. Right. Mm-hmm. But and what other show was it? There's a 
crap. Oh, it's like, but like even like Superstore on NBC right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's her name? Ugly Betty actress. Oh you know, yeah, she, uh, she, America. America, yeah, America. Yeah, mm-hmm. she left America. in this in this last season, America. like after like, episode two, because she was pregnant in real life and wanted to deal with that, which is understandable. But the way that her character left was unforgivable. It's just it's yeah. so bad that you're like, it's it's beyond Ross and Rachel or any of those will they won't they. It's just because like mm-hmm. basically her and the other character have been together for a few seasons. The fake the fake Scott Bale, right? Yeah, the fake Scott yes. Bale. Yeah, fake they've been Scott together, Bale. you know. And basically they're both supposed to be moving out to California together. And he says something like anybody would like about marriage or something like that. And she's basically like, oh, I don't want to do that. And then he basically asked her blunt, like, do you love me? Do you see your future with me? And she says no. Yeah, and it's so, a pretty it's a pretty like yeah. burn it to the ground kind of. Yeah, and to me, that's unforgivable. It's like it's just like wow, you wasted my time. You never felt this ever, and I know, I know it because she's coming back in a few episodes. Like that, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna be like, oh, I was mistaken, blah blah, and they're gonna get back together. And to me, that's a complete betrayal of his character. It's like you know, like why would you do that? Maybe, maybe she's it's she got cold feet. She was nervous. She was scared. Yeah, but like it's just it's just marriage is a know. big commitment. So you know. I think but at this not, point I'm trying to make that same argument though about Pam though. Like there's a lot of people out there who hated Jim for being Jim at certain points, and they thought Pam should have just been like, you know what, screw you, I'm gone. And you know, as I'm saying, people are always going to find something to yeah. not like a character about. Well, I know a lot of people don't don't like Pam because they think she broke up uh, uh, Jim and. Uh, Oh, what was her name? I'm trying to blank on her name. Um, oh yeah, Rashida I, Jones. Yeah, I can't remember. Her oh right, right, right. Yeah, Karen. Karen. Yeah, don't be a Karen. Don't be a Karen. But I was like, eh, did she? See, I I think she, at least Jim left her in New York. So actually, Jim's the jerk. Yeah, Jim. Scary. Jim broke up. Yeah. Um, I would say with Superstore, what's interesting is, is that I think that at least Dina and Garrett's storyline and their love life that's, will probably, a, yeah, that will be the actual like love story that you're going to be following in, right. in the end, right. you know, and, and they should not worry about Jonah. I was actually like, have Jonah do something else. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, to me, I would like it better if Jonah finally went back to school. Or he mm-hmm. got his opportunity that he's always wanted. And Jonah's to, afraid, fake. Jo- I've only saw the first season. Well, Jonah's afraid of of embracing himself. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. He's got really uh, high standards for himself, but yet he's too chicken to really live live them. You know, and you know he dropped out of school. He was want to do this. You know, he's had aspirations, but he's never really tried to do them. And I think, I think if he just kowtows to America uh, when she comes back. It's just a more of down that same line. I would rather see him stand his own feet and just be like, I am. I want to now lead my own life. You know, he should go find his Jody. Um, <laughs> one other thing about Superstore, it's interesting that we're talking about it, um, is that this week, um, Mark McKinney's uh, longtime um, comedic friend, you know, within the Kids in the Hall universe, mm-hmm. Dave Foley is going to be having oh, nice. a guest appearance on on uh, Superstore. So I was really excited to see those two. An episode of Justified I watched. So. He plays a bad Canadian. Dave Foley. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. I mean, it's, it's 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 like he's trying to act tough, and you're like going, "Yeah, I'm not." You're like you you were on news radio. We all yeah. You're on news radio. You were on Kids in the Hall. You're, you've been on a lot of comedy shows, and he's on he's on there with another guy that was is a no, I can't remember his name, but. I, I, 
I always laugh because, like, I don't know why I don't. I don't immediately think of Kids in the Hall when I think Dave Foley, which I should, you know. <laughs> but like, it's because they uh, Tom Hanks did that from the Earth to the Moon series. Oh, okay. In, you know, and Dave Foley is in the Apollo Twelve mission as one of the astronauts. I'm like, and I remember thinking, going like, Dave Foley is an astronaut. Like, it just never <laughs> American made, astronaut. I mean, yeah, it made no sense. Is that that's what I always identify him with for some reason? My brain going. That's like, that's Dave you know Foley? you know what bugs me about that. That show is, you have to pay for it. You can't find that anywhere. Really? Even mm-hmm. on HBO, you can't, it, it's like you got to pay for it. Because it was an HBO show, right? It was an HBO show, yeah. Yeah, I've, I've mm. looked like, I haven't seen it since it originally came out. Yeah, it's a good show. It's a good series. Well, yeah. but it's good, like, good news, Jack. There's there's some other shows coming to Disney Plus that you couldn't that's find on so other, true. any other like like medium. And now they're coming to Disney Plus. So I'm still watching you, Peacock. If you're... Well, put the peacock down because now you're going to be able to watch the Ewoks movies on Disney Plus. Like These classics. Is your your face, Jack's face, just went just from like you need, talking about something cool. And oh, you need to, Nick, it's like you need when, to when the eighty year old takes the brawl off. <laughs> what is that, Nick? You seriously need to put Justified on your list. I, yeah. I guarantee you, and I won't bug you like Chris does. He, I guarantee you, you will love Justified. I, I oh, say no this doubt. is the same time yeah. thing. It's like a, it's like a Friday exchange. You know, if you ever saw the exchange of drugs on Friday, the movie. It's, same it, time, it, man. Would Justified be on Hulu or Amazon? It is, it is, on, it is on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. I'm just saying, you also need to watch, um, The Princess Bride. So okay. You if, need Nick, to watch that. if Nick starts Justified, it's not. It's apples will, and oranges. No, it, no I'm telling. I'm telling. Chris, you're, Chris's bride is like two hours, maybe. You're asking me to commit. <laughs> they're like thirty-five think, minutes, forty-five. They're like forty minutes long. I say, I say, Nick, you at least watch the first two episodes of Justified. Yeah, that's true. Because I think it's like it's the like title the, chips. The title of the show, you find that it's why it's called Justified. The first five pretty, minutes, pretty of quick the, of the see, episode. See, see, when you finally watch Princess Bride, and then you watch Empire Strikes Back, you'll understand that every time Boba Fett says as you wish to vader <laughs> what he really means uh, and that's you why know, it's what's the funny I've, never, I've never cared what'd you say <laughs> i said then that's why it's the better trilogy that's right <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right before this becomes a trilogy of like epic proportion because we just doubled our our um our listeners um time frame here so the whole well, other another bonus 20, another 20 minutes yeah is anyone still left in the chat Back yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. People, I mean, uh, you know, Sherry, I think left because she hates Todd Packer. But other than that, people are still, still listening. Randy's, I am sure, asleep. So, uh, yeah. but it anyway, um, since since everybody's going to probably pick Luke, who's talking trilogy. Ah, oh man! I mean, the first two, third one, eh. right? I know it's the Godfather three of of the yeah. predicament there, but. Uh, I'll try to post they, that poll they, they a lot. One and I've been happy. I'll try to post that poll a lot faster. I'll try to post it tomorrow so everybody can see it. And, that always uh, made me a little forward. upset. Randy like talked about John Travolta's career low being the Look Who's Talking trilogy. I'm like, I like the Look Who's Talking trilogy, so whatever. <laughs> I've like watched the, it a long time. I don't know why people like to bash John Travolta. There's a lot of hate out there for John. So it's just fireball. It's just it's the Scientology. Everybody likes it. I know the Scientology thing. It's the Battlefield it Earth. Yeah. Funny. Okay, battlefield. I get that, but it's just like he seems like a nice guy. He's, Before I have a battlefield in my pants, um, <laughs> we're just gonna. Yes, that's what she said. <laughs> this was a great show. 
We don't have to thank anybody else because apparently my names this week sucked. But uh, thank you for doing what you do. Thanks for joining us live in the chat as as everybody has. And uh, we'll be back next week. Hasta luego and goodbye. <laughs>